I want to welcome you to our Sunday service. Amen. Wherever you are joining us from, tell your friends we are live. Let them be part of this grace. The word of grace. Amen. Just lift up your voice wherever you are. Shada Kabosondo Okologodoshi. I will I will bless the Lord and give Him all the glory. I will, I will bless His name and give Him all the glory. Yeah. 
Mosquita Akabu Sataya Liga Aba Azede Ekuba Asakapata Ibada Kasa Tekobo Sunta Izabu Izabalagadosh
Welcome to our Sunday service And wherever you are The word of God is coming to you I say the word of God is coming to you I say the word of God is coming to you Share the page Share the page Let us know you are there Go back to your WhatsApp Amen And broadcast to your friends Let them join us it is time to be improved. It is time to be improved. Whenever you hear the word of God, you hear for your improvement. Say the word of God, word of God is God speaking to me. Say it again. Say the word of God, word of God is God speaking to me. Say I am who Christ is. I have what Christ has. I can do what Christ can do. I'm seated where Christ is seated. In heavenly place. See, I am a doer of the word. 
and not a hearer only. See, I am a doer of the word and not a hearer only. Shout glory. We just want to thank you, Lord. We just want to thank you, Lord. Oh, we just want to thank. Wherever you are, just lift up your hands and just thank the Lord in your room, in your car, in your kitchen, in your wherever you are. Oh, we love him. We love him, Father. We love you. Thank you. Oh, we just want to thank you, Lord. We just want to thank you. We just want to thank you, Lord. Oh, shata kapa sata kapa rakata. We just want to thank. Oh, balaba shanta la balaga. We just want to thank you. Oh, oh, oh. We just want to thank Kalabasa. Oh, shut up, Want to thank you. Oh, we just want to thank Oh Shatakaba Satakapalataya We just want to thank you Lord We just want to thank you Lord just want to thank you, Oh, we just want to thank Oh, Shada Abata Asakata Pahata. We just want to thank Oh, we just want to thank we just want to thank We just want to thank You Oh, we just want to thank you, Lord Jesus Thank you Say, 
who is father of all and in you all and through you all thank you thank you for making us your home thank you for making us your habitation on this earth thank you for counting us faithful and calling us to do your will and calling us to the work of the ministry thank you you are magnified in us you are magnified through us thank you Jesus thank you for your kindness thank you for your grace thank you for your love unfailing love your incomparable love thank you thank you for the Holy Spirit thank you Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Standing of his love, that you abound in his life, that you will abound in his love, and you walk in an understanding of his love, his unfailing love. Oh, how he loves us! When we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. Thank you, thank you for your concern. How he is concerned about us. Every path that we take, every aspect of our life, changing lives, transforming lives, impacting lives, impacting his word, impacting his knowledge, revealing himself to us the more through his word and by his spirit. Oh, Father, we thank you. We thank you. It's not by mind, it's not by power. By your spirit, we acknowledge your works in our lives. We give you all the praise. We give you all the adoration. We give you all the honor. We thank you. Oh, Thank you, Jesus. Romans chapter 10. Asi Atakabasa. Oh, 
of your understanding is being enlightened. You are receiving the spirit of wisdom. with our lives. Amen. Amen. We love him with our lives. Romans, we are continuing our series on what? The boosters of the God kind of faith. We are still on the faith series. Amen. Amen. The boosters of the God kind of faith. And last week we talked about meditations of the word of God. Amen. 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 One way to feed your faith is to meditate on the word of God. Not just meditate, but meditate on the word of God. Amen. Amen. Meditate on what? The word. On the word of God. Is that not powerful? powerful and we talk about how knowledge enables our faith to be operative. When we talk about the boosters of faith, we are talking about the ingredients that make our faith work. I've said it over and over that faith doesn't grow. Amen. Amen. The operation of our faith must grow. The operation of the faith. It is when the operation of your faith grows or increases or when your faith becomes more effective that people actually say your faith has grown. But your faith, the God kind of faith doesn't grow. It becomes more effective. The more you know of the will of God, the more your faith becomes effective. And how do you know the will of God? By meditating on the word of God. Amen. Amen. So the more you know the will of God, the more your faith becomes active. The more you are able to put your faith to, to work. When we say your faith is operative or operational, it means that you put your faith to work. Amen. Amen. You can't put your faith to work because faith needs to work on the word of God. So you can't put your faith to work when you are ignorant of the word of God. Amen. Amen. 
So when you say, I spoke, like Pastor Prince said, and I did not see changes, go back into the word. Go back where? Into the the word. Because your faith must feed on the word of God. Faith acts on the word of God. Faith acts on the word of God. So when you are ignorant of the word of God, your faith cannot be active. What will your faith act on when you are ignorant? Are you following what I'm saying? So it's very important and many Christians are not living by faith. So I took my time to explain that you can live by sight and yet be born again. But God wants us to live and walk by faith. It is for we walk by faith and not by sight. When you walk by sight, you walk according to your feelings. You walk according to the current situation which is subject to change. When you walk by faith, you walk according to the word. And you cause changes through the word. Amen. Amen. Do you understand what I just said? So it's very important that we give ourselves to meditations. We give ourselves to the knowledge of the word of God. Knowledge comes through meditation. Amen. Amen. And faith is active through knowledge. So there is a correlation between meditation and knowledge. And the knowledge and faith. Is that true? When you don't know the will of God concerning healing, you cannot be healed no matter what, what happens. Amen. Amen. When you don't know the will of God, sometimes people ask, is it God's will to heal me of this sickness or maybe he's teaching me a lesson? When you're in that category, you can't be healed because you don't know the will of God, the word of God concerning that particular situation. Is that true? So you can't be healed. And we spoke about a lot of things and we said, do not be afraid. Don't walk in fear. Say, I refuse to fear. I refuse to fear. Say, I refuse to doubt. I refuse to doubt. Regardless of what I see with my optical eyes, I refuse to doubt. Faith sees. Amen. There is the sight of faith. And there is the sight of the senses. So there is that which your physical senses see. Then there is that which your spiritual senses see. Your spirit sees through faith. Amen. Your spirit sees through faith. Your spirit sees through faith. Your physical senses also see something. Your senses can see that this is the, 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 the only money that is left in the house. That's what your physical senses can't see. Is that true? But your spiritual senses can see provisions from nowhere. Did you hear what I just said? Your senses can see what the doctor has said. And what is happening in your system, your body. But your spiritual senses can also see through faith. Through the eyes of the word. You see beyond what the doctor has said. You hear what I just said? That is the faith sees and acts. So you see beyond what what the doctors have said. Into what God has said. Concerning those kidneys. The senses see that everybody is dying in the house. 
But the, the spiritual senses see what the word has said. He shall satisfy you with long life. Is that true? So it doesn't matter where you find yourself now. What you are seeing is not the right picture of yourself. What you are seeing with your physical senses is not the right picture of yourself. Quit seeing that. The more you look into the word, into the mirror, and you discover the reflection of yourself, you see through that reflection. Is that true? So quit seeing where you are now and the situation you find yourself in and see what God's word has said and act on what you are seeing in the word. Seeing what God's word has said, seeing with the eye of faith is good, but it is not enough. It is not sufficient. It becomes sufficient when you see and you act. Oh, the doctors say your hair will never grow again. Maledos, ligados, kaba. You see that your hair, even the hair, your hair, are all numbered. Is that not true? Then you lay your hands on your head. That is, you are seen here and you are acting there. Because if you refuse, listen, is this not powerful? If you refuse to see from the word's perspective, from the spiritual perspective, if you refuse to see with the eye of faith, you will stay in that condition. Which one do you want? To remain in that condition or to see a change in that condition? Can you see a change by sitting down? No one sees a change by sitting down. No one sees... Oh, shout powerful. No one sees a change by wishing. In Christianity, we don't wish for change. We work out the changes that has taken place already in us. Because you see, when we get born again, we have changed. It says, for God is faithful by whom you were called unto the fellowship of his son Jesus. So we have changed. We have been called unto a fellowship with his son. But those changes only reflect when we learn to walk by faith. So many who are ignorant can't see the change that has taken place. But those of us walking with the eye of faith we have seen the changes. And it is what the changes that we see that we appropriate by our faith. Oh, shout powerful man of God. And we don't, I'm not saying these things to encourage you. I'm saying this thing to provoke you. To get you to learn. Shout glory. glory. 
The scripture the wise man shall increase in wisdom. He is wise. But he shall increase in wisdom. He says wisdom is the principal thing. Is that what he says? Therefore get wisdom. It is what? The principal thing. What is principal? And how do you get wisdom? Through the word of God. So that you walk wisely. The one who is walking in wisdom is the one who is acting on the word. We have heard some people who say that be sensible. The Christian is not a sensible being. Listen to me and listen good. The Christian is not a sensible being. No. The one that is not born again is sensible. That means he lives by his senses. The one who is born again lives by his spirit. He is a spiritual being. There's a difference between the sensible being and the spiritual being. Is that not powerful? How can you explain a man who turns water into wine? How sensible is that? How can you explain a person who comes into church with nothing and ends up by the blessings of the Lord owning things? How sensible can that be? How can you explain somebody who has been jobless for seven years, ten years and enters church, receives the word, always facing disappointments, then by the power of the Spirit, wakes up one day with a phone call. Is this Mr. So-and-so? Come and start your work. How do you explain it? How sensible is that? Is that not powerful? I said, is that not powerful? How do you explain somebody that the doctor says that we are coming to do surgical operation on only to discover that what they were coming to operate on is no longer there. Hey. How hey. sensible is that? Hey. And these are acts that we see throughout the scriptures. And even in our ministries. So the Christian, if you are born again and you don't subject yourself to training, and you live sensibly, you will be subject to those who live sensibly. You know what I just said? Just for we walk by faith and not by sight. We don't walk by our senses. We walk by faith. Say, I'm walking by faith. I can see myself shining through the knowledge of the word of God. So you meditate Oh, shout powerful. Wherever you are, just lift up your voice and pray in the Holy Ghost. Hallelujah. Is that not powerful? How do you explain how a man can be born by a virgin? How sensible can that be? So if you can believe that if you can believe that and you can believe that even though you did not see Jesus physically yet he was raised from the dead then you ought also to believe that what God's word says is what it is. 
and act on it. Do you understand what I just said? How can you sensibly explain that a man who died was raised back to life and ascended into heaven? That we cannot, the, the fact that we cannot explain it sensibly doesn't make it untrue. <laughs> Come on, shout glory. Because the explanation is in the word. So the fact that we cannot explain it sensibly to appeal to the human sense doesn't make it untrue. Come on, shout powerful. I say shout powerful. Have you caught what I just said? So if you want to be on the advantage, walk by faith. I always say that faith is not a preaching topic. It's our walk. Come on, shout glory. So we talked about meditation on the word. Give yourself to meditation. Give yourself to meditation. Don't listen to me and go and sleep. Give yourself to meditation. Give yourself to meditation. Listen to all the messages you can hear us speak on meditation. Until you meditate. Did you hear what I just said? Listen to all the messages that you've heard us preach on meditation or teach on meditations until you begin to meditate. Because when you don't know, you don't know which direction to go, you go in any direction. The scripture says, for wisdom is profitable to direct. When you don't have anything, anything that comes to you, accept. <laughs> if there is nothing in you, there is nothing with you, you've not studied anything, anything that comes to you, you just accept. Is that not powerful? Shout glory. glory. I say shout glory. glory. So it's very important. Meditation is not a preaching topic. Okay. We explain it to you so that you can understand. But it's to be practiced. Yeah. The things we are talking about are things to practice. Amen. Amen. Many, many questions instead of being a Christian Christian, a Christian that is always, why is this happening to here? Why is this man of God this? Why is this? this? Forget about that one. Think about you in Christ. And give yourself to that one. That is you. I'm talking to somebody now. So throw off all those questions of why the man of God is, why do this is this, why do the people, Christians ask questions that will not help them grow spiritually. Christians ask questions that will not cause them to do things. Unnecessary questions. Why are false men of God plenty like that? Is that your concern? Instead of thinking of false men of God, leave them. It is your life you are talking about, not men of God. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes, Why are men of God taking time? Is it your concern? No. 
What are you after? Is that not true? Give yourself to the word. Build yourself. Feed on your faith. Or feed your faith. As you feed your faith, your faith will become oppressive. That is what is important. In your personal relationship with God. Not someone else. Leave their things outside your bracket. And concentrate on yourself in Christ. Am I talking to you? I'm talking to somebody there. So stop worrying yourself about somebody's issues. If a man of God is taking his side, it is his issue. What is your own issue? Is that not true? We pray that knowledge will abound in the body of Christ. We pray that the desire and the hunger to know more will be inspired in your spirit. You don't know too much to know. So anybody who thinks I've known too much, I've heard the message on faith, I've heard that you've not heard much. Not yet. You hear until that what you hear becomes a part. Do you know that when you are born, you don't even know your name? We speak your name to you and we speak your name to you. That is the senses. We speak your name to you. We speak your name to you until you grow knowing your name. Is that not true? That is how Christianity is. We speak the word to you. We speak the, the more we, the word of God shows you your identity. The word of God shows you what you can do or what you cannot do. The word of God shows you who you are. Like I said, this God is faithful by whom ye have been called or you were called. This unto the fellowship of his son. So we are called unto the fellowship. That word is a communion. It's a participation of his son. So we are partakers of his son. That is why we are also sons. When we look at him, whatever name he has is what we have. Whatever he carries is what we carry. It's a communion of his son. God in his faithfulness called us. Many have been called who are living as somebody people who have not been called unto his son. Do you know what that means? Oh. God is faithful. By whom ye were called unto the fellowship, the participation it is like we have called you to fellowship with us. As you are, I'm speaking, you are speaking, you are hearing. It's a fellowship. A communion taking place. But this particular fellowship is not just a speaking fellowship. It's a participation of himself. That means, a, uh, do you know what many Christians are facing? They are facing what I call identity crisis. Do you know what it means? Because as we are called unto the fellowship of his son, his status is our status. His identity is our identity. What he owns is what we own. What he can do is what we can do. 
if we don't turn water into wine like it turns water into wine, we meditate until it happens. That's why so many Christians are called and they are living like somebody who is chasing God. They are chasing God and taking, chasing Christ. Yet he said, why? Because of ignorance. The word of God says that God is faithful by whom ye were called. So as you see me meditate, I want to see what Jesus did and do the same. Jesus must not come and do. I am here. But are many Christians thinking that they want to do what Jesus did? No. They want to receive again from him. It's called identity crisis. So if you don't have that kind of... Your faith... How many Christians walk by faith? Come on, shout glory. Glory, sir. Who knows how to sing that song? Yesu di na hodi wo muda is that not powerful? So we are can, I, can we go to that scripture? That's Romans chapter one, right? Go to Romans chapter one, let me see. Shout glory. Go to verse four, let me see. Oh thank you, Holy Spirit. Start from verse three, let me read to verse five and see. Kola basende okoshupiraga asataya. Liva kasapa. You meditate on Christ. You meditate on who He is to you. You meditate on who you are in Him. You meditate. You meditate until it becomes, it forms part of you. Where people call you certain names and you say that I'm no longer that name. I am who Christ is on this earth. It makes a lot of difference. We are coming up with full force. Concerning his son Jesus Christ, our Lord, which was made of the seed of David according to the flesh. Verse 4. And declared to be the son of God with power according to the spirit of holiness by the resurrection from the dead. Mm -hmm. Oh, by whom we have received grace and apostleship for obedience to the faith among all nations for his name. Malagadosh. Mangoska, among whom are ye also the called of Jesus Christ. The called of Jesus Christ. Jesus said, Come, come, come. Don't, no wonder he says, Occupy till I come. He said, Come, come, come. Then you came. Then he said, You see this, my seat, sit there. Whatever I am is what you are. What I can do is what you can do. Then he says, On this earth, I've given you that grace. That's what we call grace. Yes, the outworkings of God. Mm-hmm. Enabling us to be partakers of His glory. Yes. Partakers of His person. Is that strange? Go to verse 7. Oh, say, I feel like turning water into wine. Say, I feel like walking on some water. I feel like appearing and disappearing like Philip. <laughs> Is that not powerful? So you see, it's important you meditate on these things so that you can pause it so that you can save yourselves 
and your hearers. So you meditate. Look for that scripture for me. God is faithful. Hurry up. First Corinthians one nine. Give it to me quickly. Maligosh atapalagadosh. Is that not powerful? Maletoso koporondoska. See, out of me shall flow wells of wisdom, wells of power, wells of knowledge, wells of change. The whole world is groaning and traveling in pain. And we are coming. We are being built up for a takeoff. You are being built up for a takeoff. You, you watching me. Shout powerful man of God. Refuse to give up. Refuse to give in. God, when will you do what you said you will do? That is not the language of the Christian. I'll teach you on confessions right now. God, when will you do what you said you will do? Man toko for si pratiska. It says God is faithful. First Corinthians chapter one verse. Is it there? God is faithful. <laughs> Shout glory. Yesterday I was watching a man of God and he said that he went to a meeting and was preached to and he got saved. That man of God now is a renowned man of God in the whole world. And whilst he was saying that, the Spirit of God drew my attention to the fact that one person got saved, one person, among all the people who got saved, and has been able to turn the world upside down like that. One person. You are that one person I'm speaking to. I may be speaking to only you. In the next few years. It is said that Dangote ever met Archbishop Benzin. Is that true? Is that true? That is the news. And we've all read it. He's not one person. One person. One man can turn this whole world upside down. I am that one man. That's your business. It's about to turn the world upside down. Those ideas you are carrying. It says, God is faithful by whom ye were called unto the fellowship of his son Jesus Christ, our Lord, who has been called. I have been called unto this fellowship. So I see myself. Christ Jesus is the mirror. As I see him, I, I see a reflection of myself in him. Is that not true? That is the church. The church is not a defeated church. No, never. The church is not a church pursuing prophets no. and being deceived. No. The Christian is the one who is like Christ. The Christian is the one who has a fellowship with the person of Jesus and has taken the identity of Jesus. So that what Jesus is, is what the Christian is on this earth. What Jesus can do, is what the Christian can do on this earth. Until you see yourself do that, you have not started. So you meditate until it is done. You don't say, I preach, I have cast, I have a So what? We are talking about works 
different from materialism. Do you know what I just said? Even the hidden, the non-believer has the cars you are talking about. Even the non-believer gathers crowd like you think you have gathered. And the people dance and make noise. Don't they do it? And they get drunk. And they go back and sit in their Ferrari and go home. So we are not against materialism. Place works before you. Impact of your identity. Your faith at work. How would all of this happen without faith? Without an understanding of faith. People have been in churches that we've not taught on faith before. They don't know what is faith. You ask them what is faith, they don't know. You can go to your church, go to your church right now. Or when you go to church on Sunday, when they open, you go to church. Ask your people in your church, what is faith? You will be shocked. How would they live? How would they walk? It says, we walk by faith. How can a child walk without legs? How can you walk without legs? So faith is your leg. You put away faith, you'll be crawling. Or even stable at one place. Is that not true? Because it says we walk. We do what we walk. It is that we sit by faith. Because faith is action. When there is faith, there is action. What will faith act on if you are ignorant of who you are in Christ? Meditation is not a choice. It's a must. Meditation on the word of God. It's not a choice. There are certain things that they are not choices. It's like praying. Praying in the spirit is not a choice. When I feel like it, keep feeling. One day those feelings will turn to something else. Shout powerful man of God. So it's very important we take this Christian life serious and walk in understanding. One of the reasons why Jesus came is to grant us spiritual understanding. You tell people pray, pray, pray. You are talking about faith. You can't be watching this. One of God says faith. Sunday you come and join. One of God says, I've said it before. I said the reason why many Christians, Ghana, Christians are more than Muslims. Is that not true? Yes, and most Christians pray. Don't they pray? Yes, I've been to prayer meetings. My people pray all kinds of prayers out of ignorance. Lord, save me, Lord, save me. Lord, save you from where? Nothing happens if you count the number of people who pray and the results of that prayers. Transformative results. You will be shocked. The number of Christians who have received all kinds of prophecies. No results. Is that not strange? Oh, no results. Say no results. No results. Zero, results. Zero results. Where would the results come from? You are waiting from heaven. The results is not going to come from heaven. The results is going to come from you. If the queen of England calls you to sit on her throne, do you go back to her for something? There is a level of understanding of the church yes. where we are babies and 
looking at God, God. That is a level of understanding. When you know that the queen has called you to occupy her seat and has vacated the seat for you and has departed, says, take charge, I'm coming. By the time she comes, you should be able to rule. No wonder he said he has made us kings and priests to reign on this earth. Not to reign in heaven. Come on, shout glory. We are reigning on this earth. We are reigning on this earth. How will you reign if you don't know you are called to reign? How do you, if you don't know that you belong to royalty, how will you become a king? Or even ever rule? You behave like a commoner. The Christian is not an underdog. The Christian is not a commoner. No. No. You don't belong to the masses. When they are calling those who belong to the masses, it doesn't matter where you sleep. Even if you are sleeping by the roadside, you don't belong to the masses. Why am I saying this to encourage you? No. Because the word of God doesn't show us that you belong to the masses. Even if you are sleeping by the roadside. So the man of faith doesn't consider that roadside. He considers where he is in Christ. And through that knowledge, faith becomes operative. And through that faith, changes begin to occur. From one level of change to another level of change, the more I meditate, the more I change in levels of knowledge. The more I change in levels of knowledge, the more my faith becomes active and effective. Active. Do you know what is active? Do you know what is active? What is active is what is at work. What can work? <laughs> Shout glory. So take your Christian life serious. We have come to turn this world upside down. Jesus said, I have come to set the world on fire. Didn't Jesus say it? Why did he say that? Was he bragging? He was speaking things. So if you want your faith to be operative, oh, the next one is confession. Say confession. Say confession. These are truths. These are what? These are truths. Those men says, oh, king, live forever. That is confess, that is word coming. Oh, toast on those atali kadosh. Oh, king, do what? Live forever. They gave him the honor. But our God. Some of you, if your boss says steal all the money and go and hide it, he's coming. You will steal it. Because you can't say, oh boss, live forever. But our God does not permit us to do that. <laughs> Shout powerful. This is for the God whom we serve is able to deliver us. Says, even if he does not, we will still not bow down. Men who were full of the law of Moses. They were what? Of the law of Moses, Moses' laws that he gave to the Israelites. These men distinguished themselves by knowing it, by learning it, by acting it. Is that not true? You shall not have any what graven image apart from me. Any other God. Is that not what he said? And in the law of Moses, they knew it. They couldn't go against it. 
<laughs> Do you understand? They couldn't go against even in front of Nebuchadnezzar himself. They couldn't go against it. That is that is what we call seriousness. You are giving to the word. Now in the New Testament, we have a better, more sure word of prophecy. Is that not what the scripture says? We have a more sure word of prophecy. We have a better covenant. A better testament. An effective and potent blood. That speaks better things than that of Abel. The blood of sprinkling. You can't say anything. You are sitting down crossing your legs. And telling God, God, why God, why God? Put your faith to work. What I'm teaching you is very important. I'm putting your hands, your life into your hands. That's why we teach you. I'm doing what? Putting my life in my own hands. Sound powerful. Sound powerful. So, take us back to Romans quickly. Oh, oh, shout glory. glory. People's lives are being changed. They are being changed. Those days when I used to be so fearful of demons, I never forget. I don't sleep at 12. I've seen things. 12 o'clock midnight, you have to, no matter how, you have to sleep early and wake up by 12, 11, 12, you should wake up. Else by the time you are asleep, demons will be chasing you. All kinds of elephants, all kinds of things. So you wake up 12. You pray till 5 o'clock because you don't want to sleep. The fear of demons. I know it better than you. You only see a house fly. Is that not powerful? All the demons left without any talk. They left meditation. You meditate. I even I was even meditating on some wrong scriptures at that time. Yes, I was meditating on wrong scriptures. Instead of meditating on all authority and all that, I just meditated. Let all power be subject to the higher power. That was my meditation. It was a wrong stuff, yet it produced results. <laughs> For the time of ignorance, God wakes at. He wakes at. As long as the desire is to change the demons. Later I discovered that the higher power and all that is talking about governmental authorities. Not, uh, what do you call it? Christ authority or the church authority. But as I speak in tongues at night, I say demons be subject to the higher powers. We are people of the higher powers. One day I woke up to pray at night. As I was there, a dog just entered the room like this. Malege! I said, leave this room. The dog ran out again. I'm talking about bad, what you call warfare. You're sitting down, crossing your legs and being all the witches. Hey, am I for them? Where do you? Am I for... Keep on holding them. Is that not powerful? It's powerful. Very soon, all the witches in your family will work with you. They will stop working. They will say, let us work with this person. You can't stop. Because if you can't stop something, you join. Let's go.
Is that not powerful? This is the truth that Christians must hear. What the word can do. What the word can do. You never give up. I speak in tongues on the park. I speak in tongues on the field. I speak in tongues in the room. 12 midnight, I'm awake praying. From 12 to 5. 12 to 5. I couldn't sleep. In the afternoons, I'll just meditate. Meditate. In the evenings, I'll just put them to work. Until one day, I don't know what happened. I only remembered that I used to have those things. When the word is working, you only remember that ah, I used to be working on the way I've worked and now I have this cast. If you sit down, nothing will happen. If you cross your legs, nothing will happen. Then you get so frustrated and your Christian life becomes a religious kind of life. What you think is no longer God who will change anything or it's not, no longer nothing can happen and then you begin to move from place to place and share your, your, your issues with friends and they say, okay, let us go and see this man. Then you go, let us go and see. You don't even have a particular ministry, a church. You are moving from men to men, from men to men. People moving from men to men because of issues are sensible Christians. From men to men. You sit with your church. You sit with your pastor. He is the overseer of your soul. Yes. Then you meditate on the word. Is that not true? That's it. He says, I will give you shepherds after my own heart. He says, who will feed you? They will do what? I will give you shepherds, overseers that will feed you. If your church, you are not being fed. Do you know what it means to be fed? To be fed is not to hear a good sermon. Did you hear what I just said? There's no thing hearing and eating. It's a difference. When you are fed, it goes inside and works from within. What does not get inside and work from within is not a food. It's a good, anything is good. There are good music and good. To the worldly person, that music is also good. He's hearing, playing it in a sky. Is that not true? So put away those ma- desire some kind of good works. Some kind of works. Where those headaches will no longer be there. I'm tired of all these migraines. And taking tablets upon tablets. Tablets upon tablets. You see how many Christians have put their tails in between their knees and run to go and hide? Afraid. <laughs> With all the Holy Ghost in them. Afraid. Speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. I'll come there right now. Is that not powerful? I feel like staring somebody up today. Because sometimes I have this feeling that people are just hearing to go and sleep. Some have put their phone on loud and they are just lying down, turning. Some are watching television and watching preaching at the same time. It's true, it's true, sir. It's true. Is that not strange? You have on your television, you are watching 12 o'clock telenovela. Is it telenovela? Yes, 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 yes. Then you have also played, uh, uh, Christ, uh, what do you call it? Pastor Prince. Pastor Prince, pa- and you are watching both together. You watch yes more, you watch yes more. No. You desire a change. Hey. 
Have you ever seen a pregnant person about to deliver before? Then you say, oh, he's going to deliver. He's holding a TV and he's watching. You are not ready for some kind of deliveries. Labaco. Yeah, you have prolonged labor. Holding prolonged labor. Just let them with that rule will be counted of double honor concerning the church. Says let them. He didn't say let them that prophesy. He didn't even say let them that do healings and miracles. Very powerful things. Manifestations of the spirit. Very powerful. Says let the elders that rule well be counted of double honor. You are moving from Facebook to Facebook. Facebook only looking for a prophet to give you a prophesy. They will prophesy you here. You will be happy. You will go back home and sit down. People, I say that that people get, go to healing services and die of the same sickness. They got healed. After one month, they died. They say it's the man of God. Which man of God? You are empty. You couldn't sustain the, you got healed. When you get it, don't you know? Miriam, don't you know when you get healed? You know that the knee has, the pain has gone. All the symptoms have disappeared. You testify. You walk around in the neighborhood. They say, oh, Nippon and Huatono. After one week, He's lying down again. They say, the man of God used to do. You have been empty. You have been empty. You are an empty can. A Christian. No word. So you couldn't sustain what you received. You received the healing, but you couldn't sustain it. You received the miracle. That job came, but you couldn't sustain it. Is that not true? You are blaming the evangelist who came to do a crusade. Some people say they are fake. They are fake. Some are Christians. Some are Christians. They say, oh, that man is fake. He even prayed for my mother-in-law. And my mother-in-law got healed. And all of them testify and clap their hands. I can show you the clip. Then some of them take it to FM stations. FM stations, ignorant men who are looking for news. And they also pick it. They say, oh, it is sweet. It's sweet. Say, but how come it's died again? That is why we need a higher voice. We have the spirit of understanding. When we see certain things, we want to enter the TV and explain it well. Because it looks like some people are don't know what they are talking about. And explain it well. You don't understand what you are talking about. Very soon we will enter TVs. Is that not powerful? And explain it better. Did you read the Bible that Moses was found faithful? Then he compared Moses to Jesus Christ. You see people explaining things in a particular. Is this the Bible they are reading? <laughs> Shout glory. Then the man of God says that I have been called to expose other false prophets. Ah, what kind of thing is this? Who calls you to expose? Which Bible hey. calls people to expose people? Hey. He says, let them that rule well. Who are those that rule well? He says, let them be counted of double honor. Especially they that labor in the word. The man of God did not come for my naming ceremony. I'm not coming to church. He says, they that labor in the word. They have given you the word so that you can shake that uh, suspected witch. And let that witch understand that you have power. Yes. Ah, I have power. I am here. Ah. 
Is that not powerful? Instead of going and say, suffer not a witch to live. Suffer not a witch to live. Suffer not a witch to live. In the name of Jesus, all of you die, die, die. Suffer not a witch to live. He says, is it not in the Bible? Do you know who you are? That is the, the problem is, we've seen a lot of things in the Bible, we've not seen a lot of things in Christ. Well, this is what I say, and people sometimes don't agree with me. But this is the truth. No Christian must be afraid of witches to no, kill them. No. To want to kill a witch means you are afraid. Yes. <laughs> what are you afraid of? Uh, See, I refuse to fear. I, refuse I know what I carry. I Knowing what you carry is very... Do you know what it means? Do you see on the street those people who drive all those tankers? Is it tanker? Yeah. All those long vehicles and those guys like... When they are on the street, are they afraid of that, your car? No, 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 no. Your Range Rover, you meet them. Then they'll be praying in the car that let, we, we command the Range Rover driver to die. No, no, ah. no, no, no. They will knock you somewhere. That is the Christian who is angry. Fully loaded and is angry. All the witches in the vicinity will know that you are powerful. Let me tell you, the things we talk about are the things we have practiced. We've lived in areas where all the witches recognized we had power, as young as we were. We've even been in churches where the witches in the church recognize that we have power. Not as pastors, not as leaders. We have meditated. Refuse to fear any witch. Load your spirit with the word. You are already loaded. The more you study the word, the more your eyes are opening. The word of God is an eye opener. Your eyes are opened. Your eyes are opened. Your eyes are opened. You read that stage when you want to, anybody who dares you is in trouble. All the demons will recognize. Demons recognize. Don't you understand? We are still loading. That is my book. We are still loading. Unbelievers authority. We are still loading. Don't sit down and sit in the room and cross your line and be watching television from 24 hours to television. I'm looking for a job. You are watching television looking for a job. I want to get pregnant. You are sitting in the house watching television the whole month. The man of God said in the month of, in the month of January, I'll get pregnant. I don't know why the man of God, what he said did not come. You were in the room watching television. The man of God gave you the prophecy is meditating. You, the recipient of the prophecy is watching telenovela. Can telenovela make you pregnant? Can India movie make you pregnant? Go to those people you watch. Let them make you pregnant and see. You see, you have to be serious. It doesn't matter what you drive. You have to be until you reach that level where you can take a man of God and put him on a TV station and pay yourself. Forget that car. What will a car do? It will crash one day and you'll be there. One day you spark to go, 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 go. It's not sparking. It is not bad. Is it bad? To ease your transportation. But we need to go to, I like that. We need to go to the TV station. We need to be on all the TV stations. People are on TV stations saying nonsense about men of God, about this. Then you also go and sit down and you are watching. Christians. You download and you are watching. 
Men of God of today, men of God of today. It was like that in the Bible days. They said Jesus was mad. They said he cast out demons with Belzeb by Belzebub. Is that not what they said? How has that changed? The same demons of that time are the same demons influencing those men who are on TV talking against men of God. We expected the same demons. A, a kingdom divided against itself cannot stand. So instead of wasting that your energy and your band deal, we said show us show up on, on, on Facebook. Man of God, I don't have much band deal. But you you know all the news in town on your phone. From reading to watching videos. To want to watch what the man is really saying about that man of God. Or that woman is really saying about that man of God. The news in town. Forget the news in town. You know what I just said? That news in town will not change your destiny. It will not improve you. It will not do what? Shout glory. I said it the last time. I said it's very easy to fail in life. It's very easy to fail. In every area, it's very easy to fail. It's not easy to fail. It's very easy. Just fail, you fail. Just fail. If you're a student, just decide that, oh, when there's time for lectures, I'll go and sit somewhere and be eating and drinking. That's very easy. If you want to succeed, it's not easy. What am I telling you? Give yourself to the word. Meditate on the word. Meditate. Don't look at the room you are living in. Don't look at the curtains there. Don't even look at the fact that there is no chair. Don't... Do you understand what I'm saying? I know a man of God who married with no chairs. <laughs> no chairs. No chairs. Not even carpet. You marry and when you finish, you take your wife to the room to sleep on the, on the floor. Today they are riding, driving jets and making impact. And it's true. There is not a juju thing. It's a, it's a word. The word. The word. So we are teaching you to make your faith operative through the knowledge of the word. Don't sleep without meditating on a scripture. Don't sleep. In a day. Can you eat banku in a day? Yes. Have you eaten? Yes. The same way you don't sleep without eating in a day. That's the same way you don't sleep without feeding your spirit in a day. The word of God is the food for the human spirit. So you have eaten in the morning. You ate in the afternoon. You ate in the evening. You are filling your body with sickness. All kinds of oil. Is that not true? Meditate on the word of God. You just take the Bible and you... You are sleeping. Is that not true? So decide all the messages we've taught on meditation. Go back to them. And desire to meditate. And meditate on the word. Meditate. 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 When you do that, you are incubating on the word. You are like a hen that is doing what? Incubating on an egg. Is that not true? Very soon, their chick will be hatched and come out. Is that not true? Very soon. 
Doesn't it take time? I said, I said, when somebody gets pregnant, it takes nine good months. How many months? Do you say I'm suffering because of nine months and remove the child? Then you go, you go and take knife and say, no, I don't want this. I'll go to the other and say, remove this child. It's nine months. Nine months. How will I endure this nine months? You will endure. Because you need a child. That's the same you do with the word. You endure because you need that change. When I talk about change, you don't understand. I'm talking about when a person who is walking changes at once. After some period of time. Then people can't explain him. Some people say it is juju. Some people say it is magic. Some people say it is this. They want to explain you. You can't be explained. Because that change came through the word. How do you explain a change that came through the word? Especially with Christians who don't know what they are doing. Going to church on Sunday. Some go to church because they want the man of God to help them. We've been in this church. The man of God has not even brought us money before. All that they are doing is to say we should give, we should give. We should give. They should, the man of God should bring us money and be distributing rice and be distributing beans and be distributing beans. Some people think that is why we go to church. Yes, 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 yes. For I was, I was what? I was sick and you came to visit me. You are making a mistake. Is that not powerful? Labondos Adabaha. Is that not true? I had an article from a ministry saying that, what do you call it? Be sensible. Coronavirus, be sensible. What kind of nonsense is that? Do you know what the word says? Coronavirus has come, so be sensible and all of that. What's sensible? What is sensible? I've said it, I said I can, if I can challenge anyone who says he has grace, you can see into heavens, we don't care. If you are ignorant, you are ignorant. You can lay hands on the dead and let them come back. If you are ignorant, you are ignorant without just laying hands. And you end up influencing people wrongly. Because we talk about the God that answered by fire. Yet you say sensible. Is there any sensibility in the God that answers by fire? Will a man who is sensible call? Is it not a prophet that called down fire? If you are a prophet and you believe that Elijah ever called down fire, was that a, a sensible act? No. Was that? Don't you preach it in your Bible? So what is sensible? Say, man of God, don't don't talk again. Teach us something else. Teach us something else. Shout glory. Because we preach that in the word. We preach the Red Sea. Don't we preach? What sensible act is in the whole sea dividing for men to walk on dry land? What sensible act is in it? How do you, are you serving God? Do you know what I'm saying? Yesterday I woke up with some kind of crazy stuff in my mind. Sound powerful. There was this song I just heard and something just came that said, we talk about us serving God. Is that not powerful? Then the Holy Spirit through my attention says there are two things. You serve God and you have God. So you can serve God and not know you have Him. Can you have the God that divided the Red Sea and talk about sensible to us Christians? So powerful, man of God. It's either you believe or you don't believe. If you don't believe, sit in your home. This kind of Christianity where people go to church for church's sake. 
and not believe the word of God is what is making Christians look so defeated in this world. Believe. Do what? Believe. How can you explain a woman who has crossed 90 years carrying a child? How do you explain it? How do you explain a virgin giving birth? How do you explain it? You are a prophet. True. Have you read those acts? Yes. Is there anything sensible about them? So this kind of church that we have raised, that people are just going to church for church's sake, is what is making Christians defeated and making demons jubilate. Demons are jubilating all over the world. Yesterday I was meditating, I saw some certain things on the news. I said, these are all demonic. All these rampages and riots and all of that, all demonic. The devil is after black and is enjoying all of it because church folks are sitting down as if nothing is, is they are not concerned about anything. Child powerful. powerful. Knock somebody say we walk by faith. We walk by faith. Faith anchors on the word. When you come and tell us, man of God, be sensible on this act, it actually means that we are your faith is in your senses. Yes. It's in the news that you are hearing. Yes. It's not in the news. It is in the news sir. Where is your faith? In the news or in the word? Mm. Which which Bible have you throughout the scriptures? Do you see a sensible act? Never. I've not seen one. Never. 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 <laughs> From Genesis, the creation of things, was it sensible? No. To the second coming of Jesus, is it sensible? No. The rapture, is it sensible? No. The acts, acts that we read, the Holy Spirit and all of that in the acts. Did you see anything sensible? No. Is that not powerful? It's powerful sir. So erase that sensible out of that article and t- tell us something important. Yeah. Is that not true? It's true, sir. Shout glory. Glory. Romans chapter 10. Shout glory. glory. We ought to give more earnest heed to what we have heard. I don't know why I'm speaking on this ground. That's important. We ought to give more earnest heed to what we have heard. Lest at any time we let them sleep. Don't know what Paul said. He says, teaching every man. Warning every man that we may present every man perfect, perfect. fully equipped mm. in Christ. Mm. Can you uh, can you present? That is why Christ is not coming. Mm. Yeah. Some people say Christ. I say Christ is not coming. Mm. Keep quiet there. Coming for for which people? Yeah. People who are sensible. No. Just we we warn. Paul says we warn every man. That means we instruct every man. Then we teach every man. Just so that we may present every man. We may present you perfect. We may present you perfect. We may do what? Present perfect. You read your Bible, say you shall lay hands on the sick, you shall recover. You are telling us sensible. Which Bible are you reading? All this prophetic ignorance must stop in Ghana here. 
and very soon we will stop it. That you operate in manifestation of the spirit, uh, word of wisdom, word of word of knowledge, that didn't make you what? What? God is not coming for people who receive prophecies. He's coming for knowledgeable people. That's why Christ is not coming. And we ought to give ourselves to knowledge. Since the knowledge of the glory of God shall cover the earth, just as the waters cover the sea, the knowledge of the glory of God. If you don't have anything to write, don't write. Very soon we will start writing books because of all of these things. Come on, shout glory. We are full of the Spirit. We can dare any demon. We are full of the word. When we are even wearing our slippers, we are dangerous. When we are lying on our bed, we are dangerous. No demon can visit us. It will pass somewhere else. What is the essence of speaking in tongues? Is speaking in tongues a sensible act? We ought to be sensible. One of these days, Ghana will turn upside down. Come on, shout glory. glory. It says, but the righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise. Say not in your heart, who shall ascend into heaven? That is to bring Christ down. <laughs> shout powerful. powerful. The scripture says that the kingdom of God is like a woman. A woman who had plenty treasures, silvers, coins, and one got missing. And the scripture says he went on a sweeping what? He went on sweeping. He swept throughout the room until he found or discovered that one coin. That is the attitude of change. All the coins were there. One was missing. She said, no, I can't miss that one too. And went to sweep throughout, push the chairs, push the tables, push the carpet, push the TV, push this, looking for that one coin. That one change you need. You are going to sweep through the scriptures. Jesus said, search the scriptures. Search the scriptures. When you go, for, I remember that young boy says, when I go for interview, and when they are about to call me, then something happens. They don't call me. Sometimes we are only two. And I know that I have done my best, yet they wouldn't call me. That was his testimony. The more he goes for interview for this international organization, over and over and over. Until somebody invited him to church. When he came to church, he was sitting down in church. Says all these new new churches that have come. Which churches should stay? Old churches. Do old men stay forever? No. <laughs> Shout glory. glory. I said do old men and women stay forever? No. Don't they die out? They die out. Don't we bring new children yes. and give birth? Yes. Why are we giving birth to new children? To take over. To do what? So all those old, old churches who are saying new, new churches have come. What is the vision they have? Why do we give birth? So that the new generation will take over from the old. Do you only want, do you, do you want to be the only church in Ghana? Can you be the only church in Ghana? No. Do you know which village somebody is in preaching? So stop those things and teach us the word. Oh, those new churches that have come. 
Some of the old, old churches, they are told, I know those women. <laughs> Shout glory. Which church is a two men church? I have said it before and I'm saying that again. You watch me very soon. I will dare all those three men churches to come and show their three men. The two men church and the three men church. When you are ignorant, even Jesus is one man. Adam is one man. God is one God. He says there is one God and the Father of all who is in you all and through you all. Come on, shout powerful man of God. So there are no, there is no such thing as a three man church anywhere. No church is three men. No matter the executives you have, you still have somebody who is the chairperson sitting there and saying that, okay, tomorrow we are all doing night vigil. Is that not true? There is no three men church. The church of Jesus was established by one person. One mediator. The church of Jesus. Are you more wiser than God and Jesus? Why didn't Jesus come three? Because three men can do a church. He gives a one man a vision. Paul said, for I have run the race. Paul. Were there three Pauls? Or three Johns? Who wrote the, the, the epistles of John? Three Johns? Why didn't God use three Johns? This one will write chapter 1, chapter 2, and chapter 3. What kind of ignorant things are these things? Come on, shout glory. Today you can see I'm in another, I'm, I'm boiling out of something. Is that not true? Anyone who thinks that there are three men should come and meet me and explain from scripture upon scripture. He says, look to your father Abraham. He says, I called him alone and I blessed him. He says, look to your father Abraham and upon your mother Sarah from whom you were healed. Then he says, I called him alone. I called him how? And I blessed him. Is Father Abraham five? No, one. This is not strange. Teach the word. Stop concentrating on ignorant things. Shout glory. But the righteousness which is of faith speaks on this wise. Say not in your heart, who shall ascend into heaven, that is to bring Christ down from above, uh-huh. or who shall descend into the deep, that young man, did I finish the story? International company, they won't call him. Sometimes even if he's the only person they interview, they don't still call him. After he said one man church, one man church, entered the church, heard these messages, the message of faith, the message of love, the words of grace, the Christian said, I went for the interview knowing I'm getting that job. As I speak to you, as three cars, married and all that. International pharmaceutical company. Is that not strange? Is that a sensible act? Don't measure the growth of a man by his testimonies. Measure it by the word in his spirit. What he's uttering. What is what? 
who shall descend into the deep. That is to bring, when I see any man of God, the first thing is what he is teaching. Not what he is doing. Anybody can do something. Who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring up Christ again from the dead. Those who even sell, what? Cream have results. Is that not true? And testify. Those who sell all the things they sell. Don't they have results? Somebody said I stood on the calendar and I prayed. This calendar Jesus. And Jesus Christ, after the calendar, things have happened. Doesn't it happen? <laughs> so strange. Yes. So it is not that you are just looking at all of that. Then we will just be chasing everybody. But we look at the measure of the word of God in your spirit and what you are bringing out. We look at it. Who shall descend into the deep? That is to bring up Christ again from the dead. Continue quickly. But what said the word is 9D, even in thy mouth and in thy heart. That is the word of faith which we preach. Uh huh. That if thou shalt confess with thy mouth the Lord Jesus and shalt believe in your heart, in thy heart, that God has raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. Is that not powerful? For with the heart man believes unto righteousness and with the mouth confession is made unto salvation. Is that not powerful? So one major way of getting your faith to be active is through your confessions. So just for with the heart Man believes. But when you believe with your heart, it's not enough. You can believe with your heart unto righteousness and be pending salvation. Salvation only comes through your confession. So confession brings salvation. Believing with your heart makes you right. It grants you right the righteousness of God. But it says your confession gets you saved. So when we say, say after us, Lord Jesus, it's not a prayer. It's a sinner's confession of the Lordship of Jesus. It's not a sinner's prayer. God didn't say you shall pray to be saved. So you shall confess the Lordship of Jesus to be saved. So you believe with your heart and you confess with your mouth. He tells us where to believe with. You believe where? With your heart. He tells you what to do with your mouth. To confess the Lordship with your mouth. Shout glory. glory. So confession is very important. Confession is very important. If you want your faith to be active, useful. You see the things I teach you? They don't make you dependent on me. They don't make you dependent on me. Even though you submit to me as your man of God. Is that not true? But it don't make you dependent on me. That is correct teachings. That gets you to do. That is how Jesus taught his people. When he left, Peter continued. Is that not true? So confession gives salvation. You are saved through what you say. 
So if you do not say anything, you can't be saved. Because the scriptures and even your confession is a display of what you believe. So the scriptures say that even the devil believes and trembles. He believes there is God and trembles. Even the devil believes. Did you hear what I just said? That shows you how important your confession is. Your confession of the Lordship of Jesus. Who heard what I just said? Amen. Amen. That word confession he uses is the Greek word homologia or homologia. However, you mention it, it's a Greek word. It means it's a Greek word, confession. It means to agree with the word of God. It means to say the same. To say the same. When you go to a court of what? Law. And they are (laughs) shall glory. And they are pronouncing judgment. They pronounce judgment on what you have said. What did you say? I was the one who killed him. Okay, that is man's. How did you kill him? We were fighting and I killed him. That is man's slaughter. Their judgment is based on what you say. Is that true? So what you say shows us who you are. Your confession. What you say gives us an evidence, an idea of who you are. So as a Christian, what you say is very important. Did you hear what I just said? So that word homologia, it means that to align your speech or your speakings with the word of God. To say the same thing as God says. Think about it. Write that one down. To say the same thing as God says. To align your words. Not your thoughts. Your words. Your what? With the word of God. Man takama nondo atali kataya. Who heard that I just said? So you are speaking the same thing as God says. Is that not strange and powerful? That we have that opportunity to speak the same thing that God says. Why does he want us to speak the same thing that God says? Or why does he want us to speak what God's word says? Why? Because we are not ordinary. <laughs> Is that true? Because we are not ordinary. And we can only show that we are not ordinary to what we say. Did you hear what I just said? The Christian is not, that's what I've explained, God is faithful by whom we were called. It's not ordinary. It's an associate of God in Christ. He has fellowship with Christ. He gives evidence of that fellowship to what he says. So what you say is so important to the Holy Spirit. What you say is so important to Christ Jesus. What you utter, what you say. You can say things that are not consistent with the word. And you can say things that are consistent with the word. 
But what you say will cause your faith to be operative. The more you speak in line with the word of God, the more your faith is stirred, is stimulated. The more you speak in line, I'll show you why. Is that not powerful? Is that not powerful? Take us to Hebrews chapter 3 verse 1. Hebrews chapter 3. Say, man of God, teach us. We want to do something with our faith. See, when you wake up in the morning, don't let the conditions speak to you. But what see, why you don't, that is why I'm wild on this thing. You see that when a person is ignorant, anything comes to you. Do you know that? Do you know that? Anything comes to you, you just wake up with any kind of thought. You wake up saying all kinds of things you don't even want to say. Is that true? It says, wherefore, Hebrews chapter 3, holy brethren, are you watching me where you are? Are you watching that scripture? Shout glory. It says, wherefore, holy brethren, who are the holy brethren? We are. Partakers of the heavenly calling. Who are the partakers of the heavenly calling? These are truths that when you meditate on, something will happen. Don't you hear what it says? It says we are partakers. Let me just put the confession and explain some of these things. It says that partakers of the heavenly calling. So I am a partaker of the heavenly calling. Do you know what it means? To be a partaker of a heavenly call. There was a call. When you picked up, it was a heavenly one. It is a heavenly call. I'm a partaker of that call. It's a conference call. Shout glory. It says, consider the apostle and high priest of our profession. That means that it's consider. Consider. What does it mean to consider? What does it mean to consider? To pay close or take close attention. To consider the apostle. Do you know who an apostle is? And the high priest of our confession so our confession has a high priest and an apostle. The words you say, you Christian, has an apostle and a high priest seated over it. Your words. Is that not a serious matter? That means it matters what you say. Think about it. It says, consider the apostle. Then it calls the apostle's name Christ Jesus. So Christ Jesus is the apostle one and high priest two of your confession. Do you know what that means? The apostle means that he's the one presiding over. He's the one sent to preside over you. 
So he presides, he sits over what you say. Why? Because as an apostle, he presides what is over what you say. He's an overseer of your words. That doesn't mean that he's controlling your words. But it means that he's watching your words. Every word you utter or you speak, he watches over it, he presides over the words. He is sent as an apostle over. He has an apostolic call over your words. He has an apostolic words, work over your words. He has an apostolic ministry over your words. Our confession. Over what we say, and you use the word homologia, or homologia there, homologia to there. That's not true. It means the one who presides over the words that you speak in line with the word of God. So he's expecting your words to be in line with the word of God, of, of the word of God, or to say the same thing as God has said. And he sits over those words. Is that not powerful? So he's an apostle. He's a high priest because he's the one who's also watching over the words to make sure that the words that you are speaking are being carried out. The high priestly office ensures the execution of the confession that you make. One is to preside over, the other is to execute, to make sure it is executed. Oh. Did you hear what I just said? So he did not say at the apostle or high priest. He said the apostle and the high priest. Because the high priest in the Old Testament sat over the confessions and dealt with people according to what they said. Did you hear what I just said? To make sure the law is carried out. So when they called that guy and the family and they said, what happened? And they said, God instructed us that when we go to battle, we should not bring anything. But when I saw some of those items and the minerals and the ornaments and all that, I just felt like carrying some. They sat over his words and they executed those words by saying that, okay, if you did that, you have disobeyed. So we will stone you and your family and all your children's children. Put them down, let's stone them and bury them. Did you hear what I just said? The high priest of our profession. So he is the one who executes. He does what? The words we speak. That is why he uses the same Greek word that homologia or homologia. Why does he use that word? So that he draws our attention to the fact that there is a, a, an apostle and a high priest over our words and so we are to ensure that our words are in line, are consistent. They correspond with the word of God. How will your word correspond with the word of God that you are ignorant of? That they don't teach you in your church. That is why I started by saying all the things I said. How would the Christian profession or confession be in line because the word he uses there is not just words. He uses the Greek word confession or profession 
which is not, they didn't say that priest, oh, high priest of our west. Did he say that? He used a word. That word is also a term of agreement. When it says a term of agreement, have you seen, have you seen on your phone and your document, they say terms of agreement? Eh? When you want to do something on the phone, it says terms of agreement. Then you accept. Do you accept? If you don't accept, does it work? No. They say these are the terms of agreement. That is the word you use for profession. So by what you say, you are telling us that you have accepted the terms of agreement. What is the terms of agreement? The word. The word of God is the terms of agreement. Our agreement with God. <laughs> Shout man of God, man of God. Powerful, powerful. I just feel like jumping around. The word gets you excited. Shout glory. Is that not powerful? Who just heard what I said? There are two kinds of confessions. There is the faith confession. Then there is a positive confession. There is faith confession. And there is positive confession. Am I teaching you? Say, teach us, man of God. Say, we refuse to fear. We refuse to be sensible. Amen. So write it down. Write it down right now. Faith confession and positive confession. After I teach you, you know why your faith Shout glory. Glory. Faith confession and positive confession. Now, faith confession means what you believe and you say. So when I spoke about the power of the words of faith, I spoke about it. Amen. Amen. I spoke about it. Faith confession means the, means what you believe and what you say as a result of what you believe. That is called faith confession. It means you are releasing your faith. Amen. Amen. Take us to First Corinthians and let me show you that one. We also having the same spirit of faith. Shout glory. glory. Say man of God, teach us. Second Corinthians chapter four, verse thirteen. Oh. Say man of God, teach us, teach us, teach us. The more I I stumble on certain scriptures, the more I become very happy. The element of fear leaves you. The element of uncertainty. One of the things about, I don't know, but one of the things about me is that I don't want to be uncertain about something. Because when you are uncertain, you can't act. Do you know that? When you are uncertain, you can't do. When you are uncertain about who to marry, you don't go ahead to marry. It looks like when you are uncertain about a particular situation, your friends say, let's go here. But you are uncertain about it. Will you go? 
Too much knowledge kills uncertainty. Too much knowledge. Kills. Say kills. You want uncertainties to die. It is not by prayer. You even want fear to leave. It's not by prayer. There is a level of meditation on the word. Sounds powerful. It says we having the same spirit of faith. According as <laughs> shout glory. glory, we having the same spirit of faith, according as it is written, I believed, therefore have I spoken. We also believe and speak. That is faith confession. So under faith confession, can I second Corinthians chapter four verse thirteen? To believe and speak is faith confession, and it's very important. It's like when Jesus said, "Launch out into the deep and lay down your nets for a catch." That was a faith confession. When, when, when Peter said, that was when Jesus said it. When Jesus said, launch out into the deep and let down your nets for a catch. Peter said, Dockers, arise. Paul said, you shall be blind. That was what? Faith confession. Faith confession. That is directed towards a particular change. It's directed towards a particular miracle. Releasing your faith for a change. And I've said that you release your faith through what you say. You shall say it to this mountain. That is faith confession. But what I really want to emphasize on is what I call positive confession. Positive confession is not a book that talks about how to be talking right. No. In Christianity. Positive confession is confessing, making sure that your confessions are in line with the word of God. Do you hear what I just said? So it's not just saying something right. But it's saying the word in line. The terms of agreement. In line with the word of God. Amen. Whether you have believed it or not. Do you hear what I just said? Because, Because the quality of your faith depends on your confession. Don't forget that. Do you hear what I just said? The quality of your faith depends on your confessions. The quality of your faith depends on your confessions. Take us to Hebrews chapter 13 from verse 5. It's a positive confession. Is this not important? The quality of your... Oh, Sometimes we just have to teach. Don't we have to teach? We just want to thank you. Don't worry. Oh, we just want to thank. Why would God want your words to be in line with His word? Because there is somebody sitting over your words. It's a high priest. That is one of his, his responsibilities or ministries. They, see, that is one of Jesus' current ministry, present ministry. As a high priest to take tithes. Think about it. To do what? To take tithes. To receive the tithes. Your tithes. You are wondering why your business is failing. No high priest is sitting over your business. Do you pray to him? Yes. 
When we pray, he hears as a high priest. That's not true. For we do not have a high priest who is not touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted, just like as we are. So he feels our infirmities, our weaknesses, what we are going through. As a high priest. And when we pray, he hears. But it doesn't mean that there will be a change whilst you are eating your tithes. As a high priest, he takes that tithe. An expression of your heart towards him. He takes it. Why is that all of a sudden I went up and I've come down? You are eating your tithes, my brother. No man of God can rebuke divorces. No, 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 no. Not, not even in the name of Jesus. Is that not strange? Then it says over our conf- our words. So it's important that you mind what you are about to say today. Huh? And mind what you are about to say tomorrow. Because the, the, there is this consciousness of the word. Why you have been speaking anyhow, anyhow? Then you teach, we teach you like this. Then you discover, eh? That is the eye opening of the word. So all the things I've been speaking all this while, there's a high priest over it. That's why nobody's executing anything. The high priest over it is not moving. The execution is being done by the spirit and by angels. An execution of what you say. When someone died and was ascending into heaven and the angels met him and said, come back. You cannot die. You have so much life because you've been speaking so much life into your body. So you can't die now. Go back and continue your work. Another one too went and they said, come, let's accept you. The high priest never saw any confession. All he kept on hearing were words that are not consistent with the word. It is impossible. Do you know it is impossible? How do you think it is possible? Man of God, I know you have faith, but this is not possible. You cannot, you cannot speak impossibilities and experience possibilities. That is where the faith, the, the, the stimulation of your faith is. You can't say that something is impossible and have it possible to you. Is that true? Did you hear what I just said? So your confessions stimulate your faith. It says, Hebrews chapter 13 verse 5, are we there? Say, man of God, teach us. Teach us. You are speaking, you are speaking, you are saying, which is, ah, will your faith ever cast out demons? Never. Even when you want to come, when you want to even cast out, when you see a demon, you want to cast out, your body will be shaking like this. Will your body not be shaking? There will be no backing of the high priest. Because, because, Yet we see also by two to a by four. Ah! Did you hear what I just said? What you are saying, I have authority in Christ. In the name of Jesus. I shall not die, I live. Then you see the enemy throw thoughts of death and imaginations of death. It's in the name of Jesus. 
I cast out that imagination. You say it. You do what? As you are saying, the high priest is watching over those words. See, we cast out that spirit of God. Those thoughts of them come out. He may be in the midst of people in a party. During the party, in the midst. Who are you afraid of? You say, come out. And you are going. They say, what just happened? It's between you and the spirit. Is that not true? You are checking some things in the spirit. You are pressing some buttons in the spirit. <laughs> How have you heard what I just said? Very important. You can't confess the power of demons and cast out demons. You can't confess the power of sicknesses and, and be healthy. Or receive healing. Did you hear what I just said? When David was going through all kinds of things, he says, Yet do I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy God and thy God understand they comfort me. That was what he was saying and going. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. Was that what he was saying? So I said, positive confession is making sure what you say is in line with the word of God. Will I ever make it in life? It's not your language. It's not the language. Now, this is very important. It's not the language of the Christians. Because that is not true. You are not that. You have been created in Christ not to experience what you just said. So to say that, oh, now listen to me. It's like we have an agreement. We sit in the room, have a document that we are going to do one or two things. You understand? Then you leave the meeting and on the way, what you are saying doesn't correspond to what we agreed. And then somebody calls us, ah, the guy says this, this, this. Won't you be shocked? Because in the terms of agreement, this is what we all decided to go. That is in the document. But what he is saying along the line as he is going is not consistent with what we, we agreed on. So is there a disagreement somewhere? Is there a disagreement somewhere? There is no mutual agreement. That is what happens when you, you let your tongue loose without considering. So I refuse to let my tongue loose without considering. So it says consider the high priest. From today, maybe you've not been considering the high priest. And the apostle and the high priest of your profession, Christ Jesus. He says, from today, consider him. In your speech, consider him. In what you are about to say, consider him. Is that not true? Have you heard what I just said? So it says, let your conversation be without covetousness and be content with such things, such things as you have. For he has said, that's my emphasis, not on the covetousness. It says, for he has said, I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Uh-huh. Verse 6. He says, verse 5 says, for he has said that I will never leave you, nor forsake you. So he has said it. it says, so that we may boldly say, so God has said, 
so that we may boldly say. What are we boldly saying? We are saying what God has said. So the scriptures in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 tells us that for we speak plainly, since we speak boldly. We are not like Moses, but we speak boldly. So we speak. That's what I said. Agreement, your speakings must agree with the word. Because the effectiveness of your faith cannot be greater than your words, than your confessions. If you speak lack, 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 you have lack, lack, lack. If you speak death, 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 you have death, death, death. If you speak life, 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 you have life, life, life. You may not experience it at once. But it will accumulate for you to pick it up one day. Is that true? You speak fear, fear, fear. You have fear, fear, fear. I did I write the Bible? He said, he has said, I will not leave you, nor forsake you, nor forsake you, so that you may boldly say that the Lord is my helper. And I will not fear what man shall do unto me. So he has said, so that we may boldly say. He has said, so that you may boldly say. He has said, so that I may boldly say. Did he say we shall say it as if we are afraid? No. We shall boldly say. I'm taking over this world. This, this voice is being heard everywhere. He has said, that we are a city set on a hill. So that we may boldly say, our voice is being heard everywhere. This message is going places. So you, is that not powerful? Every corner of this world, in the name of the Lord Jesus. And as we are boldly saying, there is a high priest. You are boldly saying in consideration with the high priest. Considering the high priest, the apostle and the high priest of what you are boldly saying. That is how come we say it every time. That we are turning the world upside down. They say, oh, turning the world upside down. Are we not turning the world upside down? I don't need a vision before I know I'm turning the world upside down. I know the word has said. He has said it. He says you are the light of the world. Your business is in a kiosk. I'm still the light of the world. The world. The light of the world. And your business is associated with you. And you are the light of the world. What do you boldly say? My business is the light of the world. My business is the light of the world. See, I'm teaching you these things so that you take them serious and you practice them. These are called practical present truths. PPT. Child glory. Practical present truths. Say man of God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yes, sir. So this, I said, your, the effectiveness of your what? 
of your faith cannot be higher or greater than your words or than your confession or than what you put in your mouth. Your tongue. Did you hear what I just said? Shout glory. You cannot confess sickness and get healed. You cannot confess poverty and see manifestations of prosperity. Did you hear what I just said? Life is not built on lack. Don't let any man deceive you. Life is not what? Built on lack. Or chance. When I'm lucky, I'll be rich. What we are teaching you is not what you get when you are lucky. What we are teaching you is what you get when you are ready to get it. Thank you, God. Say thank you, man of God. Do you know what I just said? So you, you speak the word of God. Say, I speak the word of God. Say, I speak the word of God. Say, I speak the word of God. Don't speak based on your situations. Don't speak based on what is in your pocket. Don't, sp- oh. Don't speak based on your feelings. Don't speak based on your circumstances. Speak based on the word of God. Speak based on what? The word of God is a description of you. When you speak the word, you are speaking a description, the proper description of you. When you speak your circumstances, you are speaking in disagreement with your present description. Your identity. You are speaking what? In disagreement. We all agreed in the book. And you are speaking in this direction. Will it work for you? Consider the high priest. Do you know what I just said? So I say that confession is a booster of faith because when what you say is not consistent with the word of God, your faith cannot be active. Can it be? You can't be meditating on healing to be healed and yet be speaking sickness. You can't be meditating on health to walk in health free from sickness and still be speaking sickness. What you are meditating on and what you are speaking on are two different subjects. Is that not true? Did you catch what I just said? That is what I'm talking about. That is why confession is a what? A booster of faith. There are things you say and they bring you down. There are things you even say and the whole day you you you, you look like <sighs> so what you say is very important what somebody says to you doesn't matter you will not make it in life you repudiate it when he says that when he says that Nobody can control you with no, his own no, no, confession. No, with his words. No. 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 You can't be controlled with his words. No. My auntie cares me, that is why. No. No. You are blessed. I'm blessed. The cure of curse is blessings. Thank God for the blessings of Abraham. For Jesus became a curse on the cross. That the blessing of Abraham might come on you. Is it on you? That case is no longer working. Did you hear that? 
But once you are just there and you are ignorant, then the demons speak the case. Evil spirits. That is their work. They want to make sure that curse come to pass so that you believe in the curse. So what do you do? You put the blessing in your mouth. I am the seed of Abraham. I'm blessed with faithful Abraham. I'm an heir of God. A joint heir with Christ. My business is flourishing. My partners are coming. In the name of Jesus. There are certain things you practice. Listen. If your Christianity will be effective, effectual, there are certain practices you can't ignore. One is the meditation I talked about. You consciously practice meditation. This is confession. You consciously practice confession. I practice confession every day. I sit in the chair. If I don't do it in the morning, I make sure at night by 2 a.m. I'm doing it. By 12 a.m. I'm doing it. By 1 a.m. I'm doing it. Sometimes I'm at the washroom confessing. I speak to every fiber of my being. Sometimes you just say, I speak to all the just wherever they are. Whatever they are going to, I speak into their lives. You have not spoken tongues. You just, but what, what will you use your mouth for? Apart from talking. <laughs> that time you use for gossiping, cut it short. Use some for confession. Speak. Speak. In my path there is no death. In my path there are no accidents. In my path there are not what a shock. In my path there is no untimely death. In the path of my children there is no death. You understand? In the path of my husband and my wife there is no death. Is that not true? In my path, there is no death. In my path, there is no death. There are no disappointments. I'm shining brighter and brighter. This is my month of brightness. I'm seeing brightness. I'm experiencing. Even if you wake up, you wake up every morning and you are getting ready to go to work. As you are taking your shower, brushing your teeth after you finish brushing your teeth, the next thing is to put the word in your mouth. You say, in the name of Jesus. This is my month of brightness. I'm experiencing brightness. There are certain things, there are certain financial releases that, are, that can come into your life apart from your, 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 what, your salary. So even though you are working at the bank and your salary is a fixed salary. Do you know what I'm saying? Open your mind. Stop, stop seeing one side. You are being one-sided. Mm. Huh? Just like this, you are seeing only this. Mm. See other avenues. Hey, hey. Through the spirit. Through the, spirit. Through the word. Through the word. Hallelujah. You may not know how. Yes, you may not know when. Mm. But it's possible. Yes, possible. The word tells us so. Yes, Is that not true? Yes, Am I still preaching online? Because all of a sudden it looks like I've come home to t- talk, talk to some people. Child glory. Is that not powerful? So you wake up. Sometimes you are not, you are in a hurry. Fine. When you finish, you are buffing. You are speaking to yourself. This is my month of brightness. I can't see shame. 
I can't see disappointment. This month of June, I control this month with my light. I'm brightening everywhere. I'm shining everywhere. In the name of Jesus, you are taking your shower. Your wife is looking at you. Your husband is looking at you. You are taking your shower. You are doing, and you are speaking. You sit in your car. Then you remember you've not made confessions concerning your health. Then you say in the name of Jesus. When you do that, you are you are affirming the word. It's a it's an affirmation. You see that spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in me. He says, I wish above all things that you be in health. I remain in health. That is God's wish for me. Look at it. That's why I talked about meditation first. I wish above all things. Be, why? He didn't say, I wish above all things that what? He says that you be in health. A man bought a car and got stroke. What would be the use of the car? A man established his business at the age of 50. When he was about to enjoy the money that had come, he had kidney problem. That is God's... Think, I did, I'm not saying this. So. Am I the one saying it? He says, I wish above all things. Look at God's wish for you. What is the wish for yourself? You don't want to be in health. So why is your mouth quiet? Your mouth closed. You say to yourself, I live in health. Says that you be. The word be. It means to remain. To be constant in health. Is that a possibility? The world says no. The senses say no. But the word says so. You talk about men like Kennedy Hagen who knew these troops and walked and walked and walked until they wanted to leave. Men like Smith Wigglesworth. Men like who? Did you hear what I said? But saying it as, is it possible? I didn't write the Bible. Maybe you say, oh man of God says this. I didn't write it. I saw it. I said, ah, is that true? Is it God's will for us? To live in health? How do I get that health to be appropriated in my body? Then I, pra- I practice health confessions. I speak. I agree with God through confessions. Say, Father, I agree with you. I live in health. I speak health. In my part, there is health. In my family, there is health. In my bones, there is health. In my blood, there is health. Let me tell you this truth. Some people will say, oh, these things they are are talking about. The reason why many Christians die inexplicably, even men of God, and so as we wonder why the man of God was doing healing but died like that. We wonder why the man of God was teaching. He might have been teaching. That is why I said, God doesn't honor preachers. He honors doers. If the scripture says Jesus is seated as the high priest of my confession, and I know it, apart from preaching, I'm practicing it myself. I'm not coming to preach it to you to, as a good sermon. And take your offering and go home. I'm practicing it to myself. Did you hear what I just said? That is the reason. Sometimes we look around and we can't explain them. 
If you go to them, I say, have they been making health confession for the past 40 years in ministry? I told my pastor, I said, if you make confession from this age till you are 40, by the time you are 40 years, do you know what would have happened? Do you know what it means to, for them to speak your name over and over, over your head from uh, uh, how many years? Three months, three months old. Or even one month old. Don't they start speaking your name from one month old? No, no, two. Until you are in class one. How many years? About five to six years. And they are even teaching you how to write your name. Spell it and write it. And sometimes your own name, instead of calling it, uh, what do you call it? Richard, you don't even know how to spell it. So you say, Richie, 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 Richie. Then your parents will say, no, it's not Richie, it's Richard. How much more? <laughs> I know how it's done. You get a pet in your house and you are calling the name of the pet. When you call a pet, it doesn't even hear what you're saying. <laughs> even an animal. You speak and speak and call the name and call the name until when you now he identifies himself with the name. So when you call him Skippy, come. Then Skippy will be coming. Yes. Is that not true? Skippy. An animal has enough sense to hear his name. So what you are saying over and over will remain in you. They will stay with you. What you are saying inconsistently will remain in you inconsistently. What you are not saying at all will not stay with you. That is a principle that cannot be broken. Did you hear what I just said? I said what? Go to Proverbs and let me show you something there. Say, man of God, show us. These are not powerful. Go to Matthew chapter 12 verse 37 before I go to Proverbs. I'll end with the Proverbs one. Say, man of God, end with the Proverbs one. Matthew chapter 12 verse 37. So it's very important. Don't be a Christian that... Are those people still online? Say, I'm a world changer. I'm giving you keys to change your world. By faith, you change your world. When you add these things, you add them. You do what? Shout glory. Say, God is awesome. Did you hear what I just said? I saw somebody, a Christian, watching movie for about three hours. Netflix. Or what do they call that? Netflix. Huh? Netflix. Series. Hours. With bundle. You are programming your life with movies. The one you marry, you want us, you want them to treat you like the one you saw in the movie. That is a movie. Is that not a movie? It's an acting. Even the person acting doesn't have that kind of money. Some of them. But the movie has so much programmed you. You have put the Bible aside and you are programmed with Netflix movies. Strange things are happening in the church. Are you there? I just said that so that... See, learn not to free your mind. Learn to free your renewed mind. Renew your mind to free it. Sometimes you can be born again and the people in your home still feels like you are not born again. They are still scared at you. Not because you are not born again. But because they see the same attitude through your words. 
Wabodan, Wabodan. Hey! So those, that was the confession, and those are things. Maybe me a bon samo ya. Hey! Hey! Satan will say somebody is taking my identity. Is that not true? My mommy born some same number. Are these not strange things? A new creation very soon. Very soon you'll be sleeping when the demon will hold your knee. Is that not true? These things I'm sharing with you are very important truths. It says, for by your words you shall be condemned. And by your words, or by your words you shall be justified. And by your words you shall be condemned. By what? Your words you shall be condemned. And by your words you shall be justified. The word justify means to set at liberty. You want to experience liberty in your life? It says by your words you shall experience liberty. To be justified there. It says by your words you shall be condemned. You fall into condemnation. Into destruction by your words. Think about it. Did I write this one? Did I say it? I explained it. For by your words you shall be condemned. By your words you shall be justified. That is why I'm saying don't free your mind. Free your renewed mind. As for me, I can free my mind. You are born again. You have changed. You were used to say that before you got born again. You are a member of the choir. You still say it. It's not your fault. Because you did not know. Thank God for this message. You know now. So you don't say that. You renew your mind and speak. Or you speak in consistency with the word. That is it. And these things must even affect your salutations, your greetings. Did you hear what I just said? I call people every time. When you call them or when you are talking on the phone, he says, Charlie, what is going on? Do you know what they say? Nothing is happening. Every time they say that, something seems to hit me. It's true. Something hits my spirit, but I don't talk. Now I continue talking. Charlie, how are you doing? I'm doing great. Hello, what is happening? Or what is going on? Somebody say, oh, Papa. Oh, Papa. Papa, Papa. So what is going on? Papa, great things are happening. Great things are happening. It's working. It's working. It's working. I'm moving forward and upward. I'm shining. I'm brightening. Some say, oh, Papa, nothing. Oh. So sometimes we ask you, how are you? You say, I'm doing great. I am blessed. I'm prosperous. How are you? If you can even say, I'm who Christ is. Let me say, how are you? Sometimes we may even call you and not even ask you how you are. We tell you how you are. According to the scriptures. 
When we call you, we say, good morning. You are blessed. Then you say, amen. Or you say, glory. Or hallelujah. You have received it. Have you not received it? What is amen? What is amen? So be it. So you say, hello. You are shining forth. You say, amen. Thank you. Thank you, bro Felix. Thank you, bro Sam. Thank you, this. Yes. Your confessions. Because there's somebody sitting over what you are saying. I say it every day. I say that is why John the Baptist's father, Zacharias, was was made dumb. When the angel came to Mary, he said, he said, that was the manner of salutation. The way the angel greeted Mary. The angel said what? Thou art highly favored among men. The angel, he said, Mary, thou art highly favored among men. Was Mary aware of what he was about to say? No. But he told Mary who she was. You are highly favored among women. We call you say, good morning, you are highly favored this morning. Say, what kind of greeting is this? All these charismatic things. Shout glory. glory. The angel said, Gideon, you mighty man of mighty valor. Man of valor. Ah. Gideon was running away. Hey. The angel did not say, you running away man. No. Maybe you are in poverty now. You are in lack. Ah. Ah, we are not speaking the lack. No. No. We are speaking the plenty. Yeah. Receive it. Shout glory. Is that not powerful? What I'm sharing with you is greater than all the promises I would have given you now. A sure word. Is that not powerful? Look at the condition. A virgin. And then the angel comes and says, you are highly favored, you are highly favored among all women. Imagine you say, my business is highly favored among all businesses. My wife is highly favored among all wives. She will get pregnant. What are the doctors saying? Oh, when will God do it? What is your man of God even saying? Ah, my man of God says I should confess. Is that not true? <laughs> Shout glory. Shout powerful man of God. Is God not awesome? Go to Proverbs again. Chapter 6 verse 2. Shout glory. glory. It says, Thou art snared with the words of your mouth, and thou art taken with the words of thy mouth. Thou art snared. Who has the NIV? Get the NIV for me right now. Thou art snared. It means that you are ensnared with the words of your mouth. Is that scripture there? Is it there? Let it be there so that everybody will see it. Shout glory. Glory. Thou art snared. Say, thou art snared. With the words of your mouth. That means thou art taken captive. So you can be taken captive. You are a prisoner of your words. You are taken captive by your words. Thou art snared. You have set traps before you by your words. Did you hear what I just said? So what you say can set traps before you and you call it the enemy. 
You become an enemy of yourself. Thou art you. It means you are ensnared. You are imprisoned. So some of us, we are in the prison that we have put ourselves into our words. Is that not powerful? Is that not powerful? It says you are taken with the words of your mouth. You are ensnared. Do you have the NIV? It says what? You have been trapped. You have been what? Trapped. By what you said. Not what the devil did. But what you said. If the devil does anything and you still say what you say in consistency with the word, what you say will prevail. Because he has no authority over you. Is that true? So you are ensnared or you are snared or you are trapped by what? By what you said and what? Ensnared by the words of your mouth. And ensnared by the words of your mouth. So who is it dependent on? On me. What have you been saying? Say the right things. You cannot say the wrong things and have the right things in your life. You cannot say the wrong things and have the right things in your life. Is that true? You cannot say the wrong things and have the right things in your life. You attract what you say. I said what? I said what? You attract what you say. Come on, shout glory. Just sitting down and wishing won't change anything. There's a difference between somebody Christian sitting down and wishing for something and somebody who is confessing it. It's just a matter of time. It's just what? Of time. The high priest will execute all at once. And to be like you just dreamt. Shout glory. So you are trapped. Go back to Proverbs. I don't have time to go into all of that. Chapter 18, verse 21. Shout glory. glory. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue. And they that love death or love life shall eat the fruit thereof. Have you heard that scripture before? The question is, have you ever sat down to think about that scripture? Or to meditate on that scripture that death and life are in the power of the tongue. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. Your words have power. Your tongue has power. What your tongue will say is what you've put on it. Is that not true? Or what you've put in it. If you put insults, that is what it will say. If you put fear, that is what it will say. It says, death and life are in the strength of the tongue. And they that love life, or love death, or love disappointments, shall do what? Eat the food thereof. 
Say, man of God, thank you very much. Is that not powerful? So what you say to yourself, as for me, I don't want my children to suffer at all. And you keep saying it. As for me, in the name of Jesus, in consistency with the word, blesses the man that fears the Lord. His children shall be like olive shoes around his table. And you are saying it to yourself. My children are like olive shoes around my table. Shall eat the fruit of his labor. You may not have any work. Come, come, Francis, come, come. Let me use my example right now. This young man comes to my church. Amen. Amen. Yesterday he came here with a car. That he wants me to pray over his car. Now everybody in the church knows that this is a breakthrough. Is that not a breakthrough? Do you know what he's been saying? I don't want my wife and my children or my children to be using Totro. He said he's been saying that over and over again. Once my wife conceives and delivers, that's what I'm saying. You can be wishing it in your head. It will not cause anything. So he is an example of what I am teaching you. Is that not true? Is that not true? So he might have entered the church in a particular way. We all knew how he entered the church. And according to him, he was not even going to church. And when he entered the church, he said, Oh, okay, this is another church. Until he saw what was happening. I said, No, I belong here. According to him, one time, one time he came and we discussed, he said, Ever since he joined, the things have been changing. Changing. Changing to the point where yesterday, as I was meditating on some Benihin song and all that, somebody entered the house and I said, Who is this person who is coming with the car? And I was asking the guy, why are you opening the gate? Who is coming? Only to see him come down and say, Papa, that is my car. Can, can you, can you pray over it? That is brother Francis. And this is not even, I didn't, we didn't plan this. He just decided to stay over. And I was, let me use this as an example. So don't sit down there and think that because of COVID-19, in the midst of COVID-19, somebody has bought a cow. Hey, in the midst of COVID-19, sit down there and sit down and say, because of COVID-19, I can't pay my New Year's seat. Hold it. Shout <laughs> glory. You can go. One day you share his testimonies. Every time you'll be telling me, Papa, this has, this has happened. Papa, this and this have happened. Papa, this and this have happened. Sometimes it's from Papa. Sometimes it's from Mommy. But it has happened. Is that not true? These are things that we say that work. They do what? They work. Say they work. They work. They work. They work. Your confessions, they work. A closed mouth is a closed destiny. A closed mouth is a closed destiny. And great things are going to be happening in this brother's life. As you follow the word consistently, you follow what we are teaching. You are part of what we are doing. You are the only one giving excuses of COVID-19. Sit down. Uh, nothing is happening. 
COVID-19 season, oh, nothing is happening. Man of God, COVID-19 season. Those confessions alone won't let me pray for you. Is that not true? Yes, things are happening for me. Whether COVID-19 or not, things are happening for me. Somebody has bought a car COVID-19 season. In lockdown. When they opened the door, a car came. Glory! Shout glory! Today, it looks like we want to just stay online forever. <laughs> glory! <laughs> you are blessed, you are blessed. So it says, death and life are in what? The power of the tongue. Learn to control what you say. Because what you say first comes into your mind. You can choose to speak it out or let it die unborn. Do you hear what I just said? You have control over what you think and you say. Because you first think before you say. Amen. Amen. You do what? Think before you say it. So you have control over what you say. Shout glory. glory. Don't just let your tongue, don't forget it. Don't just let your tongue lose. No. And you cannot say the wrong thing and have the right thing. In the same way, you cannot say the right things over and over and have the wrong things. Wrong stuff. No. Wrong experiences. No. So it's a call to change. We don't have time. Do we have time? Next week we talk about praying in the spirit. You've seen how confessions affect your faith? You can't be saying wrong things and have your faith work. No. You say, my faith is not working. Yet every day you are saying wrong things. Mm. Somebody sang a song at the point where they sang that. You. Somebody said. Did you read the scripture we just said? He has said so that you may boldly say that you will never leave us or forsake us. See, when I say these things, it's because I'm concerned. Why would God say this in the word? Why will you sing a song like that? That's not easy. Are you singing unto God or are you singing unto the devil? Because I say, I'll never leave you nor forsake you so that you may boldly say the Lord is my helper and I'll not fear what, what? Can do unto me. Yet you are telling us that, and you mean more, and that is a confession. Yes, that is a confession in songs. It's also a confession. You are confessing. Are you not singing it? You are speaking it out. Then the Holy Spirit is inside of you as your helper. You say, and you are keep singing it, and sometimes you are crying. You are binding the spirit within so that he cannot help again. You are, you are binding him. You are opposing yourself. That's the right thing. You are opposing the spirit. You are grieving the spirit. 
You are quenching the spirit. That's a prayer point. May God have mercy on us. May his word work in your life. Receive grace to do what the word says. One man of God says something. He says, I've given you the keys. It's up to you to practice it. To put it to work. If you are interested. Some of us are so interested in... The world, before we check out of this world, our name should be in nations. Like we mentioned T.L. Osborne. Like we mentioned Kennedy Hagen. Like we mentioned Catherine Coleman. And the Roberts. And the Archbishop Benson in the OSS. Your name must be... Are we not the light of the world? You may not be a pastor. Thank God you're a businessman. Did you hear what I just said? So do the right things and attract the right things. And quit doing the wrong things. You want to be have your faith work. Meditate. You want to have your faith work. Make confessions. Practice confessions. It's free. Practice what speaking. One scripture says, let no corrupt communicate. Go to that scripture before I close. Ephesians 4.24 Is that not strange? Is that not strange? Ephesians 4.24 Quickly I want to end with this one Say man of God it's okay. You have blessed us today Our Sunday has been made Don't forget Ramadan If you have somebody who is insane Tell the person to just look for a TV and put the rematon on. Did you hear what I just said? Said I've seen madmen after meditation who with their cutlass started running away. Is that not true? After what? I meditated for 21 days. I entered a... a, I've said this story every time. When some rasta man met me on campus and said, you, we know you. The meditation stirred up the demon. He started manifesting nonsense. Ah. You can't stand behind. <laughs> you understand? We are talking about what works. Yes. Very soon you meditate. As a doctor, you enter your, 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 you, uh, you, you enter the hospital like this. You see, things will be happening. Is that not powerful? It is said that Alex, uh, uh, John G. Lake meditated on God in me. That was his teachings. God in me. The currents of the spirit. The currents of life. Until there was a plague. And he told them, just put that gem or that worm on my hand. Put it. Let's check. By the time they check, they are all dead in his hands. You meditate. Yesterday I heard, I heard Pastor Chris saying, he says, yes, yeah, oh, loaded. He says, even if we meet lep- 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 the leprous people, or what we call them, Lepers, we lay hands on them. And the lepers disappear, the leprosy disappears. And he comes home. Have you seen him with lepers? I'm telling you what works. I'm not telling you to bath a soap. Anointed soap. I'm telling you what works. So take it serious. Very soon, people in Ghana will stop bathing anointed soaps. Because the man of God, Pastor Prince, has been released. Is that not true? 
He says that and that you put on the new man, which after God is created in righteousness and true holiness. Uh huh. Let's end with this one. Verse 25. Wherefore, putting away lying, speak every man truth with his neighbor, for we are members of one another. Uh huh. Continue. Be ye angry. Go to verse 23. Let me see. Okay, let's finish with this. Be ye angry and sin not. Let not the sun go down. Verse 27. Neither give place to the devil. Verse 28. Let him that stole steal no more. Is that what he said? Let him labor working with his hands. That which is good. That he may have. So you can even meditate on this scripture. Working with his hands. You need a job. You meditate. This is the thing. Lord, this word says it. The thing that we may have to give. You meditate. I want to have to give. Or you confess. I want to have to give. In the name of Jesus, I'm releasing my job. Because you want to have to give. Go to verse 29. Shout glory. glory. Verse 29. Is it 29 there? Hi, you were skipping 29 to 30. You wanted us to miss the scripture that we are looking for. Is this not strange? Say, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth. Let no. Let what? No. Corrupt communication. Say corrupt. corrupt. So certain communications are corrupt communications. And certain communications are what? Are scriptural communications. Just let, don't allow them to corrupt the corrupt, to come proceed. Who allows? Me. Proceed out of my mouth. It says, but that which is good to the use of edifying. I've closed with this. It says that you may minister grace, minister grace unto the hearers. Who are the hearers? Your body is the hearer. Your wife's body is the hearer. Your car is the hearer. Your patients are hearers. Your finances are hearers. Hearers are only human beings. Everything can hear. God said, this is my beloved son. Hear ye him. So demons can hear. Your teeth can hear. Your head can hear. That migraine can hear. One man of God said, everything in this world is created with intelligence. They all hear. So you minister grace. It means the more you are confessing, the more you are ministering grace. You are ministering grace to who? To your hearers. Who is hearing? Ah. You are saying, saying the name of Jesus. Ah, I have life in my body. Ah. Who is hearing? Hey. Your, your body, body is hearing. Ah. In my path there is no death. Ah. Who is hearing? Ah. Your path is hearing. Ah. That's why it says you are ensnared. Ah. By your own words. Ah. You are trapped. Another one says that death and life. So what is hearing the death? Your path. What is hearing the life? Your path. Some of us were not born into rich homes. You don't know how we are suffering. Those are not your words. You are born into a rich family. You are, con- you are born into the household of faith. And connected with Abraham. I like the, 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 the testimony one of our ladies. Miriam said, said she was, they were going to pray. I love, I love, you know, I've been thinking about that. See, testimonies are not just, I was looking for a car and I got a car. Those are, those are trivial things. She said they were going to pray. She used to pray with the mom and they were going to pray and she's heard these things 
of the Holy Spirit, of the Holy Spirit. And then they were about to pray and they held hands and the mother said, let's invite the Holy Spirit. And he said, no, 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 no. And that, that is a big, that's the beginning of seriousness. When you've been praying with your mom every time and that's what she says. Then suddenly by, that's what I said, the word is an eye opener. Then the word has come to you, has come to you, sir. The church I go, they say the Holy Ghost is in us and it is scriptural. Anybody that reads the word will tell you that is true. And she said, no, we don't invite the Holy Ghost, it's already in us. Is that not a powerful testimony? You are still inviting the Holy Ghost. <laughs> See, there are things, this, this, this is why I like teaching. Then you, 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 you see your life differently. Very soon, great testimonies will be everywhere. It has started. After I say, one of the young ministries that always have testimonies is our church. You can go around and check. The young upcoming ministry, every day there are testimonies, all kinds of testimonies that people even forget some. You have to remind them of somebody's testimony. Ah, remember that boy. Is that not true? It's because we teach the right things. And very soon, through these teachings, we will take over the nation and go into nations. Shout glory. You are blessed. Wherever you are, just lift up your hands. The Lord and give. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. All the glory. I will, I will pray His name and give. All the glory. Don't forget the marathon is coming. I will, I will bless. Oh, and give Alabasin de la Belegation. All the glory. I will, I will. For this word and speak in tongues. You see, I, I, let me let me add this one. Let me add this one. Let me add this one. When you confess, you build a consciousness of the word of God in you. When you confess the word, you build a consciousness where you used to just forget and remember. As you confess, you keep confessing. You confess. You put your hands. Do you understand? 
as you confess you build a consciousness of the word you are confessing every time in your spirit and you build it in your soul so confessing confession enables you to build a consciousness of the word of God you've been confessing into your spirit and into your soul write that one down before we enter into prayers is that not important you build it into you you confess health health because of the scriptures you build a consciousness of health until you come to that stage where sickness doesn't come to you again the same with every area of your life do you understand what I'm saying you confess you are pregnant you confess you confess you don't only pray you confess look for scriptures you confess to the child you affirm the word of God into your is that strange and powerful Oh, have you written it down I will I will and keep me more oh, thank you Jesus I will I will bless the Lord and we all the glory I will I will and be you know many years ago I meditated on Galatians chapter 4 verse 1 the heir as long as he's a child it's not different from a servant I meditated until I wrote it in the book that even if I meet you and you are a shoemaker somewhere with one table and you are able to only receive the word as I speak to you you will become a millionaire as I was walking on my way I met a shoemaker like I looked at him with the eye of the word I said to myself, if this person will stay in my church, he will change. You see, there is one thing changing by just a prayer for you. There is another changing because of development. That change is sustained over time. That's why I see people who just get one, a testimony, and then they get another trouble, and they look for a testimony, and they don't get those kind of life, those kind of inconsistencies. They happen because you've not been consistent with the word. I said it and it is happening in the ministry. When people come in a particular way, with no hope. Some people say, I came to church with no hope. Some say I was contemplating on suicide. That is what touches me. No hope. Some not because they were not getting money. But because for some reason they didn't even know what to live for. Then they receive directions through the word. This is not powerful. Take the word serious. And your prophecy will appear to all. We are coming to pray in the Holy Spirit. We are coming to pray in the name of the Lord Jesus. 
this month is a month of changes brightness where darkness is being dispelled and this same month we have our remathon don't miss the remathon amen invite your friends your loved ones let them join us we have shifted all prophecies to remathon miracles are going to be happening in the name of Jesus I'm praying for someone who is watching me anyone who is watching me you have debts before you you have debts to pay the Lord is asking me to pray for you in the name of Jesus you have debts before you yesterday night when I was praying the Lord spoke to me and said when you today pray for all those who are in all kinds of debts before you that you don't know how to pay to clear it you may not know how but the power of the spirit is not by mind oh it's not by power if you are watching me and you are like that just stretch forth your hands in the name of Jesus as you begin to pray in the spirit the house will come you may not know how the house will come Amen. Lift up your hands. Stretch forth your hands. Wherever you are, just stretch forth your hands. That was us as we pray in the Holy Ghost. Even as we sing the song. Oh, Jesus. Let him just play the piano. Let him just play the piano. Speak in tongues. Mantokobolobongoskebelegeshi Oh, lagi balaga dogosha. Kalabasha, lift up your voice. Pray in the Holy Ghost. Ah, develegadosh. Ligada balangos ebelegadosh. Baligus sando kobolo bongos kebolo bosonele belegadosh. Malangos kobolo bongos kebelegadosh. Mandos kobolo bongos kebelegadosh. Malakatasa, lift up your voice. Mantakaba Sinte Ekebelegadish. Sondos Ebelegadish. Oh, Santa Legadish. 